welcome to another episode of Game Night on the Incomparable Network's game show. That's right, Game Night, just like when you used to sit around the table with your family and play board games. But probably we'll all stay friends when this is over and we won't go slam doors. Probably. Today, we are playing the eighth exciting edition of Random Pursuit because one edition of trivia just isn't enough for me and using the board is too dang complicated to deal with on a podcast. So I have a fantastic group of players with me whom I will introduce in the order they will play. And of course, I determined the order using random.org. Hooray! Gotta be random. So first, we have Gene McDonald. Gene, am I right in thinking that this is your first time playing Random Pursuit? It's my first time playing Random Pursuit, not the Doctor Who edition for the members only. Gotcha. All right. Well, this is a very different experience. So buckle up. Oh, okay. Whoa. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we have someone who is no stranger to Trivial Pursuit Games. Welcome, Monty Ashley. Hello. Our third player is, in fact, responsible for one of the newer to me Trivial Pursuit editions that we will be using. Thank you, Anthony Johnston, for sending me the UK Globetrotter edition cards and extra special (laughs) thanks for not making me answer any of those questions on your UK Trivial Pursuit game show episodes. You're very welcome. I don't think anybody else here will be thanking me for that once we start playing. I had no idea Britain was so into Meadowlark Lemon. (laughs) Hey, who isn't? Uh, Steve Lutz is also known as Imperial Steve, and he's also here to answer trivial questions. Welcome, Imperial Steve. Hello. Glad to be here to muck things up as usual. (laughs) And we had to call Steve Imperial Steve because our next player is none other than my spouse right here in Canada, Metric Steven, who is also (laughs) the defending champion. So good luck defending your title, Steven. It's going to be very difficult, but uh, I think we. C- I think I'll go the extra decimeter to try and uh, win this game as well. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Uh, finally, after almost exactly one year, we have Kelly Gamont back to play Random Pursuit. That's right. As we record, tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of your first recording of this show when you tied for second. So good luck, Kelly. Wow. Uh, I hope this is. Well, relatively, uh, that was a very weird round of Trivial Pursuits, <laughs> so um, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing what happens with this one. I, I am too. I am too. So in case you are new to Random Pursuit, it works a little bit differently from the basic Trivial Pursuit board game. I have many, many, many different versions of Trivial Pursuit, and I am going to put them all to work today to earn that shelf space. Random Pursuit does not use the board. Instead... Each player has their own six-sided die. They will use that to determine which question on the card they will answer, going one through six from the top of the card. To keep the game zipping along, I have adopted a relatively recently new way of determining which edition each question comes from. I have right here in front of me a fat stack of mixed-up trivia cards that I pulled from each game. I have physically shuffled them together, so they are all good to go. Oh my god, I'm glad I can't see that. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's pretty exciting. Oh, man, that would wig me out. All right. (laughs) You mixed them all up? What are you doing? That's going to take an hour to put back. That way lies madness. (laughs) Once I've used them up, I will take them apart and put them back in their appropriate games. It did take me an awful lot of time to pull them out uh, to start with as well. So, yeah, I am dedicated. I am a dedicated game show host. Yeah, you are. All right. So for each question you guys answer correctly, you will get one point. Just like regular Trivial Pursuit, if you answer a question correctly, you can roll again for another question. 
Unlike regular Trivial Pursuit, you can only answer up to three questions on each turn, except for when we get to the final round, where there will be no question limit at all. For the most part, I don't mind ditching the game board, but I do miss the excitement of those roll again spaces. I adore them so. (laughs) So to preserve a little bit of that luck of the die fun, if you roll the same number two times in a row on the same turn, you get to pick which edition your question comes from. And then I flip through the deck of cards (laughs) from the bottom to find the right card as fast as possible. Now, if you happen to roll the same number all three times on the same turn, which did finally happen in our last game, then you get to forget that number. You get to pick both the addition and the category of your question. Um, Previously, I would list off all the additions of Trivial Pursuit that we were using. I'm not going to do that because there's just too many at this point. So I will tell you the additions and the categories as we come across them. And uh, we'll play for an amount of time determined by me. And then we'll finish out that round of turns. The player with the highest score at the end becomes the random champion with bragging rights until we record another episode. So, (laughs) all right, let's do this. Switching over to my spreadsheet. All right, Gene, you are up first. Okay. Roll that d6. Okay. I got a one. All right. So your question is coming from the DVD pop culture Mm. edition. And the first category is green. That's movies. So in Alien, what is the nickname for the spaceship's computer? Oh, damn. (laughs) I'm afraid Uh, that's not correct. (laughs) It's not called all damn. It should be maybe. I don't know. But um, uh. Uh, I don't know. I'm one of these people who who was too scared to see Alien. And oh. so I can name a number of stars who were in it, but I cannot tell you anything about the computer. Okay. Anybody else want to pipe up with that one? Tell your children Mother. not to walk its way is all I know. <laughs> <laughs> I had the actual answer, but I like Steve's oblique approach. Mother! Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Karaoke favorite. Mother. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, All right. Well, that brings us to Monty's turn. Uh, you get no points for knowing that answer, Monty. But if you roll, it's fine. <laughs> maybe you'll get one here. I rolled a five. All right. Your question is coming from the Disney edition, the adult box. And Ooh. category five is... <laughs> oh, look out. World of Sports. That's what the S is for, right? Let me let me consult my incredibly long... <laughs> world the of world science. of S. Ah, world of science. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, Monty, to the world of science. (gasps) What month are visitors likeliest to get rained on at Walt Disney World? (laughs) That's some science for you. Wow. Okay. Um, Well, it's in Florida. Is there a month that doesn't rain every afternoon in Florida? (laughs) I'm going to say June. June's been pretty rainy in Florida. All right. Oh, so close. It is actually July. All right. All right. Well, I'm no scientist. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Noble effort. But Anthony, it is now your turn. Oh, okay. Uh, Rolling six. All right. Your question is coming from the Silver Screen edition, uh, Uh. which we have compliments of Jason Snell. The category six is P.O.R. I think that's portrayals. Portrayals. That's correct. Indeed. Mm. Right. So, who portrayed the ugly in The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly? Oh, uh, is that one Eli Wallach? 
correct. You hey. know, somebody's on the board. I'm so happy. Hey. You, t- <laughs> you get to roll again. I think that might be the first answer I've got right in this for about like 10 rounds. <laughs> <laughs> and on the silver screen one, which is usually a toughie. Right. Uh, four. All right. Four. Well, uh, you get another silver screen, screen question because oh. apparently I didn't shuffle as well as I had hoped. But, you know, random is random. Yep. So a four is... On screen, apparently. On screen. All right. How many steel ball bearings did Captain Queeg absently roll about in his hand? Why? Hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, three. I'm afraid it was two. Uh, oh. Yep. All right. That I mean, brings come us on, to Steve. Anthony. What is wrong with you? (laughs) What's going on about strawberries? (laughs) Oh, it's my turn. It is. Sorry, I I should have said Imperial, Steve. All right. Mm -hmm. Your question is coming from the 1960s. Great. Yeah. (laughs) Remember remember those? Uh, Sure. Well, the uh, category four is music. So maybe you'll know some music from the uh, 60s. What? Maybe. What black folky started out as a gospel singer from Bedford Stuyvesant? Not sure how I feel about the phrase black folky. Yeah. Bedford Stuy. Black folky. Yeah. What? I, I don't, don't love that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. But, uh... Oh, God, I got no clue. Um, folk is not my jam, generally. Is jam your jam? <laughs> uh, I like jelly, but... Um, <laughs> is it because jam don't shake like don't that? Don't shake like <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. Thank right. you. I want to give you guys bonus points for that, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I got no clue. No clue. Is it, is it Richie Havens? It is Richie Havens. Oh, very nice. Mm. Wow. Hi. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If we can crowdsource this game, we'd be doing really well. (laughs) (laughs) If if you'd like to do a team version of Random Pursuit in the future, I am all for that. We can we can randomly change this game up whenever we want, except for right now when it is Steven's turn. Kind of feel that's called government, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Steven. All right. Uh, Five. Got a five. All right. Well, you're getting a Doctor Who question. I did not stack the deck. Uh, You said random. You're just going to get it wrong. Well, if some other people had gotten some questions correct, he would not have this card. Yeah, it's your fault. (laughs) And now I'm shaming shaming my players. I should stop that probably. No, you shouldn't. It's great fun. (laughs) Steven, you said you got a five? Yeah, I got a five. All right. That's monsters. And it's green because green is the color of monsters. That it is. On what planet does the doctor first encounter the Mara, the snake-like demon that possesses Tegan? Diva Loca. Correct. It is Diva Loca. And I yeah. had to flip the card left to right instead of top to bottom to find out that answer. So I'm still mad at the it, doctor. <laughs> well, at least I got the answer right. They could have said Scaro or Manusa or something like that. That's true. That's true. It could have been incorrect on the card. It wouldn't have been the first time. Roll again. I got a five. All right. That's that's your second five in a row, is it not? Yes, it is. All right. 
What? Ooh. I swear I'm not letting him cheat, you guys. Uh, what uh, edition would you like your next question to come from? Um, let's go. Let's just go back in time to go to Genus Two edition. How about Genus Two? Yeah, oh, right. Canadian one. Which is, yes, the only uh, sell this version in Canada yeah. for some reason. Even though, like the Disney edition is not all Disney questions, this genus edition from Canada is not all Canadian questions. No. All right. So, category five in this is science and nature. What part of the body consumes 40% of the blood's oxygen? Brain. It is the brain. Come Yay, on. science. It had to be that or the heart, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking the, <laughs> the right <laughs> foot. Um, yeah, the pinky. <laughs> not the left, though. The right. Uh, let's roll again. Is six. All right. This question is coming from genus three. And category six is wild card. Could be anything. What two words begin song titles ending with forever, tomorrow, tonight, and Two times. Love me. Correct. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Nice work on our first sweep. Thanks very much. You are you are done with your turn. Please sit back and Get away. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, you may roll. All right. I have a one. All right. You're getting this question from the baby boomer edition. Oh Lord. And category one <laughs> is TV. So I hope you're up on your baby boomer television. Oh, my parents are baby boomers, and they used to be in charge of the TV, so let's take a shot at it. So you're one of them babies that got boomed. (laughs) A little bit, yeah. Cool. All right. What cartoon featured villains Krabby Appleton and Isotope Feeny? (laughs) Krabby Appleton and Isotope Feeny. I'm really sorry, everyone. Isotope (laughs) Feeny? Yep. Uh, the Baby Boomers edition was published in 1983. I don't know if that helps at all. Well, it, means guess. It, it means it wasn't on Nickelodeon. So um, let's see. I'm pretty sure they're not part of Disney Afternoons. Um, basically just trying to flail in an entertaining fashion here for a second um, <laughs> before I finally give up and just say um, the uh, Captain Planet the good as guess as any. Uh, does anybody know the answer to this? I'm just curious. Did it say gonna... cartoon? Cartoon. Cartoon. Yep. Oh, okay. Monty? I I was going to guess get smart, but I'm going to say the Jetsons on the grounds that it has the word isotope in one of the names. Oh, I like your logic, but no, it was uh, Tom Terrific. Oh. Uh, oh wow. Which I haven't even heard of. Huh. So. Well, it's almost like this is trivia. I think it's a less important <laughs> Jay Ward operation. Mm. All oh, right. Okay. Well, that uh, that first turn brought us uh, one point. That's why it's point. not in the important category. <laughs> no, we'll get to the 90s, possibly. Depends on how, how the random shuffle went. Uh, but yes, uh, Anthony's on the board with one. Stephen's on the board with three. Ooh. And everybody else, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> All right, Gene. Okay. Bring us back to the top. All righty. Here we go. Five. Five. All right. Well, we do have the 1990s Trivial Pursuit, the edition that comes in the metal box for some reason. Um, You said five. Yeah. (laughs) That's important. (laughs) So there you go. We wanted that important category. And here we have it. (laughs) Hurrah. 
What doomsday prophet had 20 wives, including Janine Buns, mama of his fourth wife, Robin? Oh. Oh, my God. Doomsday prophet had 20 wives. This is the 90s. Yes. Mm. Oh, and I, uh, I think I forgot this on the last episode, but I get to tell you exactly what year this question comes from because each of the cards mm. in this edition has the year on it. So 1991, if that helps you narrow it down. Um, I'm not sure if the daughter wife is creepier or the fact that her name is Buns. <laughs> it's Buns, B-U-N-D-S, Buns. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is much better. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I know the person whose name I want to say, but I cannot pull all there. Uh, David Koresh. That is correct. You are on Ooh, the board. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, again, because Jim Jones popped into my mind first, but then I'm like, no, '90s, '90s, which is yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Name checked in the first song on Machine Head's debut album, Davidian. <laughs> oh yeah, the, oh, yeah. That's why I remember David Koresh's name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> One a penny, two a penny, hot Koresh buns. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Please, please um, roll. Please roll. Steve, you are the capital steps of the early 1990s. <laughs> I rolled a four. All right. A four. This question is coming from Trivial Pursuit, volume six. Not genus. They were very clear. It's volume six. Mm-hmm. And uh, four is science and nature. What Dallas outfit demonstrated the first integrated circuit in 1958? What Dallas outfit? Yep. Okay. First integrated circuit in 1958. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas Instruments. Correct. Very nice. Mm. Yep. Thank you. All Makes right. Sense. One more correct answer, and we'll have another sweep in this game. No pressure. Mm. All right. Here we go. La la la. Three. Ah, well, your question is coming from Genus Three. And category three in Genus Three is history. What did Press Secretary Ron Ziegler refer to as the, quote, downside of a, quote, terrific year? (laughs) Downside of a terrific year. So Ziegler, um, you know, I remember him. I don't I'm trying to remember which president he was with. I want to say Reagan. Um, I'll say uh, Iran-Contra. That would be a good guess if he worked with Reagan, but it was Watergate. Uh, yep. I get my, my Republicans mixed up. I used to, <laughs> anyway. It's easily done. When, uh, when in doubt about a president in Trivial Pursuit, we have found that it is often Richard Nixon. <laughs> I don't know why. All right, Monty. Yes. I have rolled a six. All right. And your question is coming from the Star Trek 50 Anniversary Edition. I really hate the fact that there's no TH on there. It's just 50 Anniversary. So six is ships. All right. What was Captain John Christopher's F-104 fighter named? (laughs) I apologize for this question. I like Trivial Pursuit games better when we were only playing the edition I'd practically memorized. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's say... Can I hear the question again? 
Oh, certainly. Maybe I can make sense of it this time. (laughs) Use it in a sentence. (laughs) What was Captain John Christopher's F-104, that's capital F-104. What kind of dash? Fighter named. Uh, it actually it appears to be just a hyphen. Oh, I apologize. Okay. It's not a hyphen. Okay. Well, I have yes. to start all over again. Yes. Um, <laughs> My bad. Let, let's say the adamant. It was called Blue Jay 4. That I was guess. my second guess. Of course it was. <laughs> and once again, that was my I had to turn the card. guess. <laughs> and I had to turn the card left to right to find that out. Mm. Very annoyed. Arr. All right. Not annoyed enough to let you uh, take another turn. No, that's so, fine. <laughs> Anthony, roll again. Two. All right. This question is coming from the DVD Pop Culture Edition. Category two is blue, which is TV. What real-life couple co-starred in the short-lived sitcom Inc.? That's I-N-K, Inc. Hmm. But it's capital I, lowercase n, and then a K. So it's not like I-N-C as in incorporated. Oh, right. I see. Um, uh, I have never even heard of this show. I have no idea. Real life couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Horn. <laughs> oh, I like that Kurt, that uh, that real life couple an awful lot. They did not star in this uh, in the show, though. It was Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen. Ah, I've never huh. heard of it. Yeah, that doesn't even sound familiar no to clue. me. Mm-mm. All right, Steve. All right, let's go. I got a three. All right. You are getting that question from the Silver Screen Edition. Okay. Yep. And category three is off screen. What lawyers' clients have included Mae West, Errol Flynn, Rosano Brazi, and Tony Curtis? <laughs> Looking <laughs> for a lawyer. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> Why does everybody else get so so easy questions? Oh, the sure. Car- a sitcom nobody's heard of. Or a, a fighter pilot in Star Trek nobody's heard of. <laughs> everybody knows Blue Jay 4. Come on. <laughs> uh, Larry H. Parker. Um, Melvin Belly. Of course. Good old Melvin. You know, yeah, yeah. he, he was famous for a while as the the lawyer to the stars. Bella, was he really? And, yep. It, I mean, I I knew that there was probably going to be that guy whose name I couldn't remember who was always in the news like thirty years ago. So, oh. well, showed you, Steve. I'm I'm impressed that somebody knew. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have gone with you know Fatty Arbuckle because I know he wasn't a lawyer, <laughs> but it makes a good answer when That's you absolutely right. have no idea. You may hear that no, from it's... me again later. <laughs> I'm looking Just forward it, to it. Put it in your back pocket. Put a pin right, in Steven. my calendar here. I rolled a six. All right. <clears throat> this is a DVD pop culture question. All right. Category six is fads. What double-barreled article of clothing did Jean-Paul Gaultier design for Madonna <gasps> for her blonde ambition tour? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Was it on. her cone-shaped bra? It was indeed the cone bra. Cone bra. Yep. 
Colin right. Braz made a lot of good movies. But the recent output. Yeah, not as good. <laughs> I was thinking that sounded like a Klingon greeting. Yeah. <laughs> Cornbra. Uh, today is a good day to. All right, no, Stephen, you get to go again. Yeah. Sorry. I got to wear something with good <laughs> Yes. I got a three. All right. This time it's coming from Genus 5. Category 3 is history. What White House hopeful was introduced at his convention as, quote, the lanky, somewhat disheveled, and always true embodiment of reform in 2000? <laughs> somewhat disheveled. Wow. Somewhat, not totally, just somewhat disheveled. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Potential hopeful. Yeah, Your and that's how he present. was in- introduced at his convention. Oh, uh, boy. Well, it's not George Bush. Um because he's not lanky. He is disheveled. <laughs> I'm going to say John Kerry. Mm-mm. In fact, it was Ralph Nader. Ralph Nader. Oh, that guy. I knew, I knew that. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> the guy that, that basically helped decide the 2000 election. Oh, those were yeah. the days. The, the word reform. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah, sure. uh, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kelly, roll it up. All right. One. All right. Genus five, again. Category one is people and places. What U.S. state issues red, white, and blue license plates with the slogan, The Spirit of America? You got a one in 50 chance. (laughs) Assuming it's a U.S. state. It does say what U.S. state. Okay. We know it's not Oregon. Yes. I'm like, I know three (laughs) right off the bat. (laughs) Well, I know three right off the bat that it's not. And I know a few others, so it's like statistically, your chances are getting better all the time. Yeah, Yeah. increases your odds. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. A lot of states have multiple license plates. That's that's true. true. Um, One for every car. And it it, it says what on it again? The the spirit of it says the spirit of America. And I will point out that Genus Five was published in the year two thousand. In two thousand, so that's before Hawaii. It gets and Alaska. weird in Rhode Island where you have to borrow the one license plate before you can drive anywhere. <laughs> Do you have to drive anywhere in Rhode Island? Can't you just no, walk? Really. Um, okay, I'm going to pick uh, <laughs> Massachusetts. <laughs> it's Massachusetts. Wow. I am impressed. Mm. Wow. Yeah, congratulations. It was either Roll that again. or Virginia and I just eeny, meeny, miny, mode. Okay. Well, congratulations. Woo! Trader Vi has rolled a two. Oh, that's a different game. Uh, two. <laughs> All right. This is the good old genus edition, the very first. And oh. category two is pink. That's entertainment. <gasps> what even better? What actor defended the Kane mutineers? <gasps> hmm. Okay. I'm okay. Thinking, thinking, thinking. <laughs> I remember. And I saw it. Um, um, Name um, an actor. Um, Your statistical to... chances are a lot, a lot worse in this question. Than, uh, <laughs> They're way, way worse than they were on Massachusetts. Um, what are the okay. chances of getting two questions about the Kane mutiny in like the same game with twenty-two different editions to choose from? <laughs> they they use a lot uh, a, a lot more re- repeat subjects and even repeat questions from edition to edition than you might think. Man. I have found the exact same question in like genus three and genus mm-hmm. four. Like, come on, you guys are getting lazy. 
Um, okay, I know it wasn't Humphrey Bogart. Um, Fred McMurray. <laughs> it was not. It was Jose Ferrer. Oh, okay. Oh. Hmm. All right. All right. I well, just got I remembered two of the people in the K-Mutiny, so I'm, I'm still taking it as a half victory on my end, even <laughs> if it doesn't count for any points. That works. That absolutely works for me. So at the end of that uh, of that round, not everybody's on the board yet, but uh, Monty and Steve, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> uh, Anthony and Kelly, one point. Gene has two. And Steven is in the lead with four. So it it's is, already slipping away. It is your mm-hmm. job to catch up to him, guys. Gene almost had a sweep last time. So let's, yeah. let's see if you can do that I again. Dug deeper into my ancient political history. All right. New role. Come on. Internet dice. Uh, <laughs> two. All right. Well, this question is coming from the 1960s. Category hmm. two is entertainment. So what animated insects instructional records included multiplication and division and addition and subtraction we are looking for an animated insect insect animated insect okay who put out instructional records Uh, see i didn't need those instructional records oh la di da (laughs) i guess i don't know (laughs) the heck with you animated insect i'm fine And I'm like thinking through the insects, like <laughs> the ones that could actually be animated and not freak children out. Oh, so I guess calculus cockroaches out. <laughs> calculus cockroaches out. And, thinking and... through the insects, looking at the people. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I've got one. Learn mathematics. Animated insects. There's like, poof. Um, um, can I just guess an insect or do I have to know his name? Um, give it a try. I, I will. <laughs> I'm if you're say, close, I might ask oh, for some specifics. Maybe an inchworm. <laughs> I, I like it, but uh, it was actually Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket? Oh, damn oh, him. Yeah. Lecturing yep. little jerk. It wasn't the Disney <laughs> edition, so I no, was it lost. Wasn't. Mm. That little. Yeah, sometimes Disney spills over into other editions. It is true. <laughs> Dang it. All right, Dang Monty. It. I have rolled a six. Well, um, your question's coming from the Star Wars edition. Okay, well, I've and seen those. Yay. All right, well, it's a wild card question, so it could be anything. It's the classic trilogy, right? Yes, it's only All the right. classic trilogy. So you're good. The correct How? Does that include the Christmas special? <laughs> Is that part of the classic really trilogy? Really more of a Thanksgiving special. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's a Life Day special, you guys. Get it right. Yeah, All right. It was released in late November. <laughs> How many minutes would it take the Death Star to come into range of the Rebel base, according to an Imperial Tech's first report? Mm. We are looking for an integer. Sure we are. Uh, five. It was actually 30. All right. It's a lot farther mm-hmm. away. All right. Anthony. Yes. You may roll when ready. You did just write a zero, right? I did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Just Look checking. out for me. Hey. Five. All right. Five. You are also getting a Star Wars question. 
And? and this one is, what's the name of Anakin Skywalker's son? <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> That's how the Star Wars Trivial Pursuit game works. It's all super hard or super easy. That is how it works. It's true. Uh, this category, category five is orange, which is I like droid. how Droopy comes out to read the easy question. <laughs> 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 uh, droids, creatures, and aliens is the category. Okay. Anthony, who was the first Ewok seen in Return of the Jedi? Uh, well, I only know one Ewok's name, so I'm going to assume it was Wicket. <laughs> it was. Of course it was. Not Low Gray or right. Tebow? Yes. There we go. Oh, Tebow rings a bell, actually. Yeah. Hit it, Droopy. <laughs> <laughs> it's dropped to beast. Superb. Roll again, Anthony. Uh, sorry, yes, four. If you can. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, your four is getting you a genus four question, and category four is science and nature. Oh, joy. What was banned after it became the first artificial sweetener to perk up diet sodas? <laughs> uh, oh, uh, sorry, which edition is this? This is from Genus <laughs> 4, which oh, was... Oh, so just a, just a general... Right, yeah, right. Genus 4 from... Uh, it was published in 1996. Uh, so no, not the Disney edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they banned um, other things in different years, so you're right to ask. Well, but I was also wondering, like, how, you know, are we going back to, like, the early 20th century or something, and the answer is going to be something ridiculous like cocaine, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, aspartame. I, I don't know. Uh, it was something called one. cyclamates. Oh, it was cyclamate. I'm not even familiar oh, wow. with that. Yeah, wow. I'm, That's I'm a new diet one soda drinker from way back. Ah, well, you get uh, you get bragging rights, but no points for that, Gene. But no. congratulations. All right, Steve, you're oh, up. Oh boy, time for one of my legendary short turns. Six, please. All right, your six is uh, coming from the baby boomer edition. Oh boy, the, the category is RPM. Okay, that's music. So, Steve, tell me, what Bobby Darren ditty was the number one single of 1959? Oh, come uh, on. Under the Sea? Nope. Oh, it's it was, the other one. Yep. Mac the Knife. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. Steven? Three. Three. Your category is coming from the DVD Pop Culture Edition. The third category is Music. What Seattle-based record label proudly produced T-shirts with a logo "Loser" and that is in all caps and in quotes? Uh, oh. damn! I can't remember the name of the record label oh. that would put out yeah. the uh, the grunge uh, records of the there's day. There's one in Seattle. Name a Seattle record label. Yep, that's. Um, <laughs> but if you can't. Their office is over there next to the Space Needle. If that helps. Yeah, no, literally not not <laughs> help. Um, I'm, just, I'm going to say Empire Records. I have no idea. That is not oh. it. Go ahead. Everybody everybody else, let him know. Sub Pop. No, I have never heard of that before in my life. Yeah. I am not surprised. Yeah. We, do, we live in the Pacific Northwest and we've seen the t-shirts. So mm -hmm. even, you know. Somebody, I had that t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Kelly. Uh, Four. All right. Your question is coming from the Star Trek 50th Anniversary Edition. Oh. Category four is aliens. 
Oh, no. So, please tell me, where is the Vulcan heart located? Oh, boy. I hate having to turn these cards side to side. <laughs> you mean, like, in a Vulcan? <laughs> please be more I'm thinking, like, the planet Vulcan has, uh, like... That's it. Okay. Turns out that's a tavern, and you're supposed to... <laughs> Weirder things have happened in Star Trek. Um, I'm going to say uh, on the opposite side of the body as a human. Afraid not. It is approximately the same place as a human liver. Oh, okay. So there There you go. go. So I got it completely wrong. All right. uh, That round didn't change the scores too much. Um, (laughs) I still have zero. Monty and Steve still looking to get on the board. Kelly with one. Gene uh, and Antony with two, and Stephen with four. So, Antony's creeping up. He's making his move. Mm. All right, Gene. All right, four. All right. So your question is coming from Genus Three, in which category four is the brown category of science and nature. What boon to modern times did Alessandro Volta get a charge out of inventing? Electricity. You can't invent an electricity. It existed already. <sighs> Volta. Um, but, but I don't. It, incandescent bulb. I'm afraid it was the battery. The pole vault. The pole vault. Monty. Oh, God. I mean, that did. <laughs> All right. I rolled a four. All right. Well, it's it's not a science fiction edition this time, uh, but it is the 20th anniversary edition, which I hate. Uh, so I, I wish you good luck on Thank you. this category, which is the written word. What animated gruesome twosome managed to pen chicken soup for the butt? Come on. Beat us in butthead. Of course. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. That's who it was. You are on the board with chicken <laughs> soup for the butt. <laughs> Woo! I have rolled another four. Oh, so you get to determine what category you would like, or not what category, what uh, edition you would like your question to come from. Um, I'm going to go with the TV edition. All right. TV edition. So, category four in the TV edition, is Kids and Games. What popular kids' show host makes a point of putting on a sweater to start the show? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm pretty <laughs> Mr. sure it Rogers. wasn't Jesus. I don't think it was Even him. I yes. know this one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, do you, know his, do you know his first name? Yeah, it's Fred. Yes, correct. But Fred Rogers. The, I wouldn't have required Fred that. Fred Rogers but made that painting I think with the, act, the actor had the first name Fred. The t- television character was usually just Mr. Well, they describe him as a host, so... All right. Well, I rolled a six. Six. All right. So this one is coming, once again, from the 20th anniversary edition. And game time is your category. Who was the last golfer in the 20th century to win the U.S. Open in successive years? (laughs) Take that, Monty. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Golf. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it could be cricket. Uh, could be worse. No, I've got some possible answers. The problem, it's so specific. I have to get someone who did it and was the last one to do it. In the 20th century, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with Tiger Woods. Nope. It was uh, Curtis Strange. All right. Sure. 
somebody I've never heard of, which is not strange for golf. Anthony, <laughs> it's your turn. Two. All right. You're getting a baby boomer question. Ugh. <laughs> you don't sound very excited about that. Well, it's the stage and screen category. What group sang This Diamond Ring in the 1965 movie The Family Jewels? Uh, I am I'm unfamiliar with every single element of this question. Uh, this is why I don't like the Baby Boomers edition, because it's uh-huh. so, America, so America-centric. Uh, it really is. Did you have yeah. baby boomers in the UK? No. Is that a thing there? We, we had like post-war rationing. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's better. A little different. <laughs> they, they didn't have enough people survive the war to have a baby yeah. boom after it. Yeah. Yeah, we had the 1960s and the Beatles, basically. That was our... <laughs> you know. That was your boom. Um, no, I, I literally have no idea. I wouldn't even okay. want to guess. Pass. Does anybody else know this? Because I certainly did not. No. Gary Lewis and the Playboys. Okay. No, yeah, yep. no sure. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> All right, then. I, I do. All right, Steve. I got me a three. All right. Well, you're also getting a Baby Boomers question. Oh, boy. But a three is nightly news. Oh, no. oh great. <laughs> this is going to go well. <laughs> what East of Eden co-star was stabbed to death in a still unsolved killing in Los Angeles in 1975? And that is still unsolved as of 1983 when the <laughs> Baby Boomers edition was published. Oh, jeez. Hmm. Uh... <laughs> Name an East of Eden co-star or a murder victim. Yeah, God, no clue. I, they're pretty pretty yeah, sure they all... solved all those Manson things that went on back then. <laughs> for all you know, Julius Caesar was in East of Eden. <laughs> in 1975. Uh, no clue. All right. Gene, do you know this? You have pulled out a few amazing answers. <laughs> um, no, I don't. Okay. Um, okay. That's fine. I won't make you guess. No. It was it was Salmineo. Uh, Sal- oh, Salmineo. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, I forgot no, it was no. it. Salmineo. You know, he's in a song from Greece. Everyone should know who he is. Oh, mm. uh, sure. Steven. Uh, let's move along. Oh, I got a six. <laughs> six, you yeah. said? All right. Uh, this is the Genus 4 edition. It's a wild card question. What struck Greta Ehrlich twice while she was taking a walk on her Wyoming ranch in 1991. I'm going to guess lightning. What could it be? (laughs) It was indeed. Inspiration. That's what it was. It's not a 1968 Ford Fairlane? (laughs) (laughs) As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Uh, (laughs) Reference acknowledged. All right, Stephen. One. All right. You're getting another Doctor Who question. The first category is Time Lords. Which East Sussex school did Harold Saxon's wife, Lucy, attend? <sighs> no idea. Not a clue. Not a clue. Cole Hill. I have no idea. Anybody else want to guess? <laughs> no. Uh, you might kick yourself a, a little bit, Stephen. It is the uh, school that Verity Lambert went to. Sure. Rodian. Still don't have a clue. Was it Rada? I have no idea. What <laughs> no, it's Rodian's school for the <laughs> gifted. St. Trinian's. Was it St. Trinian's? It was not St. Trinian's. <laughs> yeah, Rodian. So, 
No, that would have helped. I never knew that. Wait, this wasn't in the Star Wars category? (laughs) (laughs) Going somewhere solo? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I've rolled a four. All right, you were getting a Genus 2 Canadian edition question. And uh, arts and literature is the category. What likable Shakespeare play contains the line, all the world's a stage? I'm not sure how I feel about the judgment calls in some of these questions. Mm. Likeable? likeable, Yeah, Yeah. what likeable Shakespeare play? There is no such thing. (laughs) Oh, shush you. (laughs) Um, All the world's a stage. It's uh, as you like it? Correct. Wow. Come on. Yeah, that was uh, that was like Jeopardy level uh, <laughs> teasing there. Right, you if only it had been a bluff like, and the answer had actually been like Hamlet. Yeah, see, I'm like, this has to be a trick question somehow by adding likable in it. Everybody so. likes Hamlet. Come on. <laughs> Maybe that's what makes it the Canadian edition that uh, that they just yeah. give you extra clues. No, I like describing Hamlet. Like, what pretty good play. <laughs> what there decent play. Passable. I got a one. All right. You have... The Disney edition, but it's the children's box this time. Oh, God, that's where it all went wrong last time. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Well, well, welcome to the world of places, Kelly. Oh, no. Tell me. (laughs) Just the world. (laughs) Yeah, we call that the world. The rest of the places. Welcome to it. What facility could travelers in Tokyo find by asking Yoshiki Benjo? And I apologize if I pronounced that wrong. God. Looking for a facility, Yoshiki Benjo. Gee. Please stop saying that; it's so offensive. Um, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I think it's it's the um. I'm shaking it out. I feel like I have this in the back of my head somewhere. It's just really okay. dusty. Um, I think it's the like the 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 public bathroom. Correct. It says it says a toilet, but I'm going to give you that with a public bathroom so nice work Yay! one more and you get a sweep a, a teeny tiny bit of japanese knowledge that i've managed to retain here we go two all right this is coming from the doctor who trivial pursuit and category two is companions maybe what what does turlo throw at the black guardian destroying him in a blaze of flames uh, <laughs> uh mm-hmm I feel for you. I'm going to go with the TARDIS key. Oh, I like your guess. It's, it's not correct. Um, but it was actually, Stephen, do you want to say it? Is it like the crystal? Yeah. The yeah. Enlightenment diamond is what they are officially <laughs> referring to it as, which is kind of ridiculous. All right. Well, uh, that brings us to the end of that turn. Uh, Steve, I'm rooting for you. Things are going um, great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jean, Monty, and Antony are all tied at two. Kelly has three, and Stephen Woo! is at five. So there's there's still time. There's still hope. Jean, yeah, I got this. Roll a die. Um, I have rolled a one. All right. Your question is coming from the silver screen edition. The mm. first category is blue, and that is settings. Mm. What deserted West Coast city did Gregory Peck view through a periscope in On the Beach? Oh, dang. Looking for a West Coast city. (sighs) I have not seen this Which was deserted. I know about it. It's famous. Um, 
it's deserted because there's like threat of nuclear war. I know that much. Um, I'm going to say Los Angeles. It is, in fact, San Francisco. So close. Well, at least you were in the right state. (laughs) But now we move on to Monday. I have rolled a one. All right. Uh, It is coming from the Disney Children's Box. So, Monty, welcome to the world. Thank you. Places. Beware. Um, Beware the children's box. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What shape is bread in Jordan? Is it oblong, rectangular, or round? Disney. (laughs) I mean, it can be whatever shape. Oblong and rectangular. (laughs) That's the same thing. No, rectangular has. Rectangular is squared off. Yeah, like a loaf out of a loaf pan. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say round. You are going to be correct. Yay. Nice work. All right, roll again. I'm going to assume. It's not squared off, it's an oval. (laughs) That's sort of oblong. I rolled a three. (laughs) All right. This is coming from the. It's one of these stupid ones that has a picture on the back. I'm pretty sure it's the Millennium Edition. And three is history. Whose 1998, sorry, whose 1988 primary campaign was endorsed by 34 former NFL players. I will tell you that the picture that is on the back of this card is of a uh, a fellow posing with a football. I think it's probably that Heisman guy because it looks like the Heisman trophy. So all the questions on the card are about football. Okay. So it's somebody who had a 1988 primary run endorsed by NFL players. Mm -hmm. 34 of them, in fact. 34. This, I'm going to say Pete Rozelle. I'm afraid it's a different person I've never heard of. Jack Uh, Kemp, right? Oh, yeah, Jack Kemp. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dole Kemp. Never heard of him either. Right. But uh, yeah, Pete Rozelle was too early. In 1988. Mm-hmm. I think he did run eventually. People talked about him running. They sure wanted him to. Huh. I am baffled by all of this talk. So, Anthony, please roll a die. I was going to ask how his speed was at the combine. <laughs> He's going to be doing all this running. Uh, five. <laughs> all right. This is Genus 5, Category 5, which is Sports and Leisure. Who led all NFL quarterbacks in wow. concussions during the 1990s? With six. It would let. That's a bad. <laughs> yeah, led. Like, Why congratulations. A, You're in yeah. the first. Wow. Sorry. So, NFL quarterbacks in the 90s. Yes. With six, six concussions. Concussions. Ah, mm-hmm. the 90s, 90s. I'm going to say. Oh, man, that would be like the decade when I kind of wasn't watching football all that much. 80s and 2000s on, no problem. 90s, yeah, no. bit, of, bit of a blind spot. NFL um, blind spot. Ah, uh, Brett Favre. Oh. I'm afraid it was Steve Young. Yeah. All right, speaking of Steve, Woo-hoo! Steve. <laughs> I got a one. All right, it's coming from Trivial Pursuit Volume 6. Fantastic. People and Places. What U.S. state is protected by a 110-mile-long barrier island, the longest in the world? There's a, it's a state question, so you got your one in 50 chance. <laughs> I a 100, 110 mile? 
Yeah, Barrier Island. Oh. Geez, the only state I can think of with a long island on the outside of it is the one with an island called Long Island. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> You're right. So let's say New York. And I'm afraid it's pretty far from New York. It is Texas. Uh, what? Yeah. I like what? that answer, though. 100, 110 <laughs> mile was kind of a giveaway, but, but I should have uh, gone with the big. Good try. Uh, Steven, roll a die. <laughs> I got a six. All right. Well, it's coming from volume six. So your wild card question is, what DuPont Lycra pantyhose Ooh. was hyped for giving gals, quote, a perfectly peachy pert bottom? <laughs> Wow. Sorry, what yep. edition is this? <laughs> this is Disney Children's. Volume, volume six, which is from 2003. Mm. Mm -hmm. I don't know brand names of pantyhose. Um, Make one up. Man. Wonder hose. Not a clue. Oh, my. You are so close. <laughs> I know really? one category of pantyhose. Is it legs? <laughs> nope. There is, and I did not know this, but apparently there's a kind of pantyhose called... Wonder bum. <gasps> wow. Nope. Wonder bum. Yeah, wonder bum. I wonder if it's made by the same people as the Wonder Bra company. I, I would I would guess so. I don't I don't know if DuPont Lycra made Wonder Bras, but I wouldn't be surprised. Well Wonder, right. wonder Bra itself was actually a trademark, so if that was DuPont, yeah, it would make sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Kelly. All right. What else we got? One. All right. Well, we are we're on a volume six kick here, Ugh. so you get a pe people and places question. Oh, maybe. What Middle Eastern river's largest tributary is the Yarmouk? <laughs> maybe so not. So we need a Middle Eastern river. Eastern. The Euphrates. I'm afraid it is the Jordan, where I'm told they have Ooh. round loaves of bread. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the only person to score in that turn was Monty, bringing him up to three points. Mm -hmm. So you are tied in second with Kelly. And you are no longer rooting for me. <laughs> I'm rooting for all of you to varying degrees. <laughs> so, Jean, oh, please roll and we'll see how much I'm rooting for you with your current two points. I'm going to blow on my uh, internet dice. <laughs> <laughs> and get something good. Come on. Big, big money. I mean, whatever. Four. <laughs> yeah, I, I am so not giving you any money for this. Um, <laughs> this is the Millennium Edition. And category <sighs> four is science and nature. Oh. What beaked reptiles are almost identical to their Triassic ancestors? What beaked reptiles mm -hmm. are almost Almost identical to their Almost Triassic ident ancestors. Uh, beaked reptiles. Okay. Mm. Reptiles with beaks. I'm thinking yep. turtles. Correct. Thank it you. is turtles. Good job. All right. Woo. Roll again. Mm, I, I thought that there was going to be somebody saying that's not a beak. That's whatever. <laughs> but all right, here we go again. Internet dice. I believe they rolled a four again. All right. Then you get to choose the edition <sighs> from which this will come. So I've been thinking this over all day. <laughs> once, <laughs> once I learned the rules and I thought, well, Genus Edition 1981 is the first one I ever played. And I felt pretty good with that. So okay. uh, Genus Edition. 
All right. Uh, the first one. And you said the number was four? Four. So it's right. science and nature again. Um, actually, it is not, in, not in the mm. genus edition. Uh, mm. Genus one is arts and literature. Oh, excellent. So what jazz age writer said, quote, I have drunk too much and that is certainly slowing me up. <laughs> um, well, jazz age. They said jazz age. Okay. Jazz so, age. <laughs> I am going to say F. Scott Fitzgerald. It is F. Scott Fitzgerald. Hmm. All right. The judges would also have accepted everybody. Yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) A jazz age writer who drank a lot. I don't know. Okay. Um, Well, I rolled a one. Okay. Well, this time you're getting a uh, Disney edition question. It is from the adults box. So welcome to the world of places. What's the claim to fame of San Bernardino County? (gasps) The claim. Is there's only one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't care for this question. Um, what is what is literally the largest fame? county in the world? Yeah, um, Steve. Well, I'm going to say <laughs> that the first McDonald's was located there. Nope, Steve was right. It's the largest. What, in the what are you doing? <laughs> uh, How much have yeah. you been drinking today? <laughs> okay. Not nearly enough. Even though I'm right, aren't I, about the McDonald's? Just saying. Um, you, you might be. That's uh, that's not on the card, so I can't tell you. I can tell yeah, you what I, the first Culver's was in the United States. but um, The first which? Culver's. It's uh, another what? fast food restaurant. Uh, All right, Monty. Uh, four. All right. You are, you are also getting the adult box of the Disney edition. Welcome <laughs> to the world of fantasy. <gasps> it's beautiful. Isn't it? Well, what portly British actor hey. provides the <laughs> I know provides the voices of both Prince John and King Richard in Disney's Robin Hood? Okay, I know this one. It's gonna uh, Peter Ustinov. Yes, it is. Yep. <laughs> nice work. Roll again. Two. All right. Two. This one is coming from the Star Trek 50th <sighs> Anniversary Edition. Oh, behind. Yeah, the second category. <laughs> category two is locations. Locations, How many... locations. <laughs> that big rock out in the desert. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I want to give you a point just for that, but uh, I won't. So how many Earth outposts were stationed along the borders of the Romulan neutral zone? Four. You were halfway there. Oh. It's eight. Mm. God, those, this is a terrible. <laughs> there wow. are four outposts. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, Anthony. Not so good. Uh, five. Okay. This is, I'm sorry, the baby boomer edition once again. Uh. Yeah. Catac- <laughs> <laughs> just It just loves you. The cards, the cards love you with this one. All right, the Baby Boomer edition, Lives and Times is the category. What product took to claiming, quote, you loved it as a child, you trust it as a mother? What? Um, <laughs> it's all about marketing in Lives and Times, apparently. Uh, you loved it as a child, you trust it as a mother. I'm struggling to even think what that could be, let alone 
you know, a brand name or anything. Um, uh, no, I had literally no idea. Go on, Jane, right. put me out of my misery. <laughs> is it Kool-Aid? I was going to suggest Kool-Aid. Oh, I, I thought maybe Kool-Aid. Gerber's baby food. You, well, well, how can you trust Kool-Aid? You <laughs> well, exactly. It's That's why it wasn't a good. Saying, it oh, wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really an easy one to guess, but what I, has I just Kool-Aid remember ever done that. that's untrustworthy. Well, um, he bashes um, up your wall. That's true. I wouldn't trust. But they him always with dry talked wall. about how much less sugar it had than soda. So, but you can I trust him to always do that. He doesn't not change if you his made it right. Like, <laughs> you can trust that you're not completely hyping your children up on sugars. You dump a cup into a gallon of water. I don't know. <sighs> All right, Steve. I got a four. All right. Well, this is coming from the 1990s edition of Trivial Pursuit. I can tell you that okay. this card is a 1992 card. And category four is, what the heck does TRD stand for? This edition is ridiculous. Uh, trends. Toyota Racing Division. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds like a trend. Sure. Um, what? Legendary science fiction TV producers' ashes were taken into orbit aboard a space shuttle. Presumably Gene Roddenberry. That is correct. Yay! And with that, I'm off the starting square. Aboard. All right, the comeback starts here. Yeah, it does. Roll it up. Oh, I got another four. Oh, okay. What category or what um, edition would you like your question from? Do you have any of those junior trivia questions I mixed in here? Sure do. I want one of those. <laughs> All right. Would you oh, like? Man, the... you even sound like Timmy now. <laughs> <laughs> would you like junior trivia one, which is for ages five to nine, or junior <laughs> trivia two, which is ages ten to thirteen? <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, I'm going to take the ten to thirteen because that's where I stopped emotionally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that works. All right. And the number was four. So. Please tell me who wrote the Alice in Wonderland stories. Lewis Carroll. Correct. All right. Man. I'm as smart or or possibly maybe a little smarter than ages 10 to 13 year olds. All right. Roll again. (laughs) Here we go. I got a six this time. All right. (laughs) Well, you don't get to choose your edition this time, but the cards have chosen for you to get a junior trivia one. Really? Ages five to nine. (laughs) Yep. And you said that was a six? It was a six. All right, Steve. What do you throw into a fountain for good luck? A coin. Correct. Woohoo! Sweep! (laughs) We have a sweep, ladies and gentlemen. Somehow I don't feel very proud of that sweep. (laughs) You're taking the points, though. Oh, I'm taking them, believe me. The score can't tell. All right. Well, that uh, that brings us to Steven. Your your lead is dwindling. I know. Uh, I got a five. All right. This uh, is coming from Genus 4. Category 5 is sports and leisure. What Olympic event is about to start when a jury director orders on guard? Fencing. (sighs) Correct. Uh, That wasn't in the ages 5 to 9 box? (laughs) Well, it might also be in the ages 5 to 9 box. The jury director? (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, that's what it's it's called. That's what the judging panel is called in fencing. All right, Stephen. Six. All right, this is a Star Wars question, and six is wild card, unless WC stands for something different in the, uh, the Star Wars edition. And Fields. I've just been... Water no, closet. William Claude. Yeah. <laughs> Wookiee children. Wookiee children. Uh, <laughs> Life day. 
All right. Wild card. What movie did Star Wars surpass in 1997 to become the highest grossing film of all time? Uh, E.T. Yes, indeed. Wow. There's, wow. A, there's a magazine ad where uh, where E.T. hands over the baton to uh, RTD2, as I recall. Yeah. Are you making that up? I'm not making real? it up. No, and then it started. It started okay. a tradition where, like, whatever yeah. the next all-time selling film, like, does another magazine ad, and yeah, because Titanic's passed it a couple years later. Yeah. Ah. Mm. All right. Well, roll again. All right. If only it had been weekend at Bernie's too. <laughs> yeah. Just. So what was that? A picture of R two D two throwing a baton into the sea? I think so. <laughs> I think R two D two was the iceberg or something, and it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you said two. I said two. Your question is coming from Trivial Pursuit Volume 6. Arts and entertainment is your category. What 77-year-old director had yet to win an Oscar through 2002 despite five nominations? Uh, ba, 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 ba. Five nominations, 2002, eh? 77 years old. Oh, man. Um... Because oh, Kubrick died in 99, didn't he, with uh, Eyes Wide Shut. The card uh, does not say. No, otherwise <laughs> I would have said him. 77, Scorsese was not 77 in 2002. I, guess, I think oh, I no. might know this one. Hitchcock was dead. Um, <laughs> just counted off the dead directors. I know, Spielberg wasn't, had one. Oh, I'm just going to rattle off every single yeah, director just old here. old directors. <laughs> In 2002. Like, who happened yeah. to still be alive? Like, was yeah. David Lean won Best Director, didn't he? And he was dead. I can't tell you that. There is, like, this gulf of old directors who aren't old enough to be 77 and those who are too old because they're dead. Um, and I cannot... Well, there's at least one that well, fits maybe, the bill maybe here. Maybe it's a director that died in 1985 at age 77 That's and true. never got any <laughs> And we're still waiting, still waiting to see if he gets that one. I'm going to say David right. Lean because I have no other, no other answer for this. Well, I'm sorry. It was not David Lean. Is it, it Dickie was, Attenborough? It is not. Anybody oh. else want to guess? He won for Gandhi, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, did he? Uh. Robert Altman. Oh, oh that guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's the patron director of uh, podcasts, I feel, for all the crosstalk. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Kelly. And because like podcasts, Popeye is great. <laughs> yes. I do have a soft spot for Popeye. Sure there's As a do rocket I. surgery episode about that somewhere. <laughs> I have a five. All right. Your question is coming from the 1960s. Fantastic. And it's a sports and leisure question Even from the 1960s. Better. Oh, actually, it's not from the 1960s. Here you go. What 30s Olympic hero wrote of his new militancy on race issues in the 1968 book, I Have Changed? Ooh. Hmm. Uh, 30s? Yeah, a, a Olympic hero, a 30s Olympic hero, but the book came out in 1968. Jesse Owens? Jesse Owens. Of course. Yep. All right. Because there's one. Roll again. Goebbels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and I rolled a one. Okay. Genus two is where this question is coming from. One is geography. That's your category. What country's highest mountain is Communism Peak 
at 24,590 feet. And okay. I will point out that this game was from 1984. And it's, it's, my Skype didn't drop out. You said communism peak. <laughs> yep. Okay. That's what it's called. Uh, communism peak. Russia? Um, this is specific. from 1984. What country? Uh, the the Soviet Union. Yes. <laughs> Little on the nose, there's USSR. It's all like it's yep. all like America had yeah. Mount Capitalism as their tallest peak. And I feel how like tall I had was to... it? Like four thousand feet or something? No, it was 24,590. I mean, renaming Diwali to Mount McKinley is effectively renaming it to Mount (laughs) Capitalism. That is actually true, yeah. (laughs) Mount Rushmore is Mount Capitalism now. (laughs) (laughs) Barely even a mountain. All right. So I I think I'm going to give it to you but not let you roll again since I had to lead you there pretty heavily. Okay. I hope that sounds fair. That's totally fair. I totally... I it. I forgot about drawing the line there for what country it would have been. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that brings us to our final round. Where <gasps> there are, there's no turn dun, dun, limits. Dun. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, our score check-in, uh, we have Antony, who is who's trailing with two, right behind Steve, who has three. Ah, eat it, Antony. Gene <laughs> <laughs> and, and Monty both have four. Oops. Kelly has five. And Steven is still Whoa. in the lead with seven. Yep. Jeez. So, wow. Steven... I'm going to have you go first so we can sort of set the bar okay. for what everybody else has to work toward. And then we are going to uh, jump down to the, the lowest score and work our way up. All right. All right. I've rolled a one. All right. Your category is coming from the original genus edition. So it's a geography question. What island is Pearl Harbor on? Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, Canadian boy. <laughs> you probably know this a lot. I, I would not have known. Is it's it Oahu? It's Pop Island. <laughs> Did you say something, Oahu? Oahu. It is Oahu. Of course, it's Oahu. Yeah. It's right in Honolulu. Yay for you. All right. All right. Four. All right. This is coming from the TV edition, and category four is kids and games. What relationship is She-Ra to He-Man. Oh. <laughs> Sister with an asterisk. Um. Hey! <laughs> yes, it is sister. I will not accept the asterisk. Okay. You may really get many people know She-Ra's last name was Buns. Yeah. <laughs> that new documentary on Netflix is really good when it gets to the movie section. I'm not kidding about that. Oh, I've got that queued up, yeah. Frank Langella so- apparently loved doing that movie. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Six. All right, Stephen. Six. Okay, this is coming from Genus 5, so it's a wild card question. What movie character shilled for Virgin, quote, shaglantic airways by chirping, quote, five times a day, yeah, baby? Wait, now, uh, is the asking for the 
the character, which is Austin Powers, or the actor in Mike Myers? It said movie character. So, so Austin Powers. Austin Powers is correct. Wow, what a time to you be alive. Roll again. <laughs> There's your Canadian content. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> he actually wrote a book called Canada. Um, six again. All right. Oh, that means you get to choose the edition. Oh, let's do Doctor Who and fail miserably like they did the last time then. All right. Category six is cast, crew, and beyond, which, let's face it, might as well be wild card. Name a British actor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's sort of. Which stand-up comedian portrayed Dr. Malcolm Taylor in Planet of the Dead? Uh, Lee Evans. It, it was Lee Evans. He's the worst. Good job. He's uh, the worst. He was awful in that. Oh, God, I hated that character. Um, I bloody love you. He was Welsh. Uh, two. <laughs> Is that why you hated him? No, he was, just, he was like a comedy Welshman. Dang, yeah, really he's strange. up on Wales, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two. All right. Two. All right. This one is a 1990s edition. 1992, to be exact. So the category is wired, whatever that means. <laughs> the magazine. It's the opposite the of tired. All the questions will be about the magazine. Yeah. <laughs> what does what does the V in DVD stand for according to those who insist the format can be used for more than video? Oh god. <laughs> this this sounds like what do, how do you pronounce GIF if you pronounce <laughs> it differently? Um Wow. <laughs> That's awful. Um I, What I, do I pedants one. call I this? Yeah. I, I worked for a DVD review magazine for a yeah. couple of years. <laughs> oh, it's not video, obviously. Is it going to be visual? No, I'm afraid not. Anthony, would you like to tell him what it is? Digital versatile disc. Yep. That's the stupidest thing. Go to hell, nerds. <laughs> 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 wow I'm, tell us how you really yeah. i'm sorry you had to end your run with 11 points yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> no one is calling <laughs> at that yeah yep. here, but yes, is you... the, here is the world's most versatile violin playing please <laughs> <laughs> oh change my answer it's violin isn't it it can Digital also violin. be used as a pedal <laughs> yeah but monty's math is correct you do end your run with 11 points which is very respectable oh thank you so we are now going to go around to antony and see if he can <laughs> see if go he can on a, score ten in a row. Yes, a crackerjack, <laughs> crackerjack uh, run to take you up to the winning position. Oh dear, uh, four. All right, this is also coming from the nineteen nineties. This is nineteen ninety one. Radical Cate category four is um, a little late for that. Trends. <laughs> I think that's when the movie Rad came out. <laughs> Poochie died on the way to his home planet. <laughs> Indeed. What Robert Bly book about male rites of passage spent 63 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list? Ooh. Ah. Uh, I've never even heard of him. No, I appreciate you willing me on, but if they hadn't said the author, I'd probably said High Fidelity. Ah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I you can still say High Fidelity. Maybe this guy also wrote uh, a book called High Fidelity. Uh, mm -hmm. Men are from Mars, women are from Mars. I have no idea. No. Go on. Oh. Uh, oh. So you want to guess, Kelly? Uh, I think it's Lord of the Flies. I have a no, guess. It's I have a Bowman. guess. Is it Iron it's, John? Uh, Iron John. 
Yes, it is Iron John. I've never wow. heard of that. Or I've never heard Robert of that. I know about trying, it. Trying to figure out how that works into male rites of passage, and oh. none of the options are good. It, this was one of those <laughs> go into the forest and take your clothes off and have a drum circle books. Empty oh, man. Which okay. I know about because of the book Iron Joe Bob, which was a late <laughs> Joe Bob Briggs book. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Anthony, it sounds like you dodged a bullet uh, not knowing about that book. So I'm just going to congratulate you chance of winning this game with two points <laughs> two points this is true but you know what you're on the board with two points and that's pretty great good Actually, job that's, that's better than i've done in past editions of this game yeah hey <laughs> all right so steve with three I'm points the next worst all right Your turn <laughs> i got a one okay it's coming from the dvd pop culture edition okay. the movie category okay. what horse riding hallucination haunts perry Robin Williams in The Fisher King. Oh, God. A horse saw, riding hallucination. I saw that once when it came out. <laughs> but there's no way I'm going to recall that unless his name actually was The Fisher King. So let's just say The Fisher King. I like your logic, but it was, in fact, something called The Red Knight. Oh, I actually like that movie. I seem yeah. to recall. I, I remember liking it. Not enough to remember The Red Knight. No, apparently Unfortunately not. for either of us. And you liked Three it points. so well you saw it once. <laughs> Is that All the right, one with yes. the big dance scene at Central Grand Central yeah. Station? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have some. All right. Well, congratulations on your three points. Um, I'll take it. Yep. All right. So we have uh, Gene and Monty. You guys are tied at four. Do you, either of you have, uh, would one of you like to go first, get it over with? I'll go first. <laughs> okay. okay. Monty, it is. Roll it up. Five. All right. It's coming from the 1960s. And category five is sports and leisure. What European nation saw an avalanche kill U.S. ski champ Buddy Warner? Switzerland. It is Switzerland. Nice. All right. I mean, sorry about Buddy Warner's family. <laughs> Sorry, Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Name a European nation where people ski. Well, well, I mean, there's skiing. Scandinavia, too. And there's avalanches. Uh, and, three. Yeah. Yep. All right. This is coming from the Millennium Edition. Category three is history. What royal couple got the variety wedding notice? Quote, bride is film star, groom non-pro. <laughs> wow. Um, yep. uh, uh, Royal couple. Princess Great. Millennium Edition was 98, I think, is when that one came out. So, yep. Mm. Uh, I feel like that's Princess Grace of Monaco and what's his name that she married? Do you know his name? Prince Rainer. <laughs> yep, that's it. So I'm going to give it <laughs> well, to Mon you. Monty clearly didn't know, but, you know, I can't win anyway now, so. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Rainer. Yes. So basically, all of the people who are losing are teaming up to try to get somebody to beat Steven. I think that's a really good way to play the game. Yeah. I don't know. I'm torn. I feel like I feel like I should say no, but eh, I want to I want to hear some more answers. So Monty, roll again. I rolled a one. All right. This is coming from the Star Trek 50 anniversary well, edition. that'll end it. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, the category is characters. I think. No, hang on. I clicked the wrong button. Star Trek crew members. Okay, close enough. Oh, Monty, who is the creator of Star Trek? 
What? No. Wait. You've got to be kidding. What? Dang it. This is a joke. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking. And where are his ashes? Gene Roddenberry. Correct. Uh, this Maybe. is a poorly Logan. balanced set of questions. <laughs> For real. <laughs> no one will remember that. It was 50 years ago. <laughs> Three. All right, silver screen time. Category three is off screen. Who was designer Mr. Blackwell referring to when he said, quote, the love child of the 1980s gets a minus 10 for fashion? The love child of a 1980s? No, the love child of the 1980s gets a minus 10 for fashion. Hmm. I'm just going to... Explain my logic here. I'm thinking it ought to be Madonna because Love Child makes me think of Papa Don't Preach, but I'm worried that the minus 10 is some kind of math joke I'm not thinking of. <laughs> like there's some star that he would have cared about that had a math name, but I can't think of one, so I'm just going to go with Madonna. All right. Bo it was Derek? actually it was it was a it was a math joke or a 10 joke. Oh, oh Bo, Derek. Yes. Bo Derek. Bo Derek. Bo Derek. All right. Um, yep. Fine. All right. So that, that brings you to a very respectable seven points. Nice career, uh, Mr. Well. Blackwell. You're a famous jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Pretty much. That's All right, Jean, Your okay, turn. Here we go. To try to turn those four points into something magical. I just rolled a three. All right. It's coming from the, ooh, the 20th anniversary edition. Let's see what we get. Mm. Uh, category three is news. What 1988 presidential hopeful humbly noted, quote, whether I win or lose, American politics will never be the same. Hmm. And this is the 20th anniversary, which is from 2002, which is, you know. Okay. Um, yep. Uh, I'm going to say Ralph Nader. <laughs> nope, it was... Jesse Jackson. Oh, damn. Thus things never being the same. Yeah, that didn't turn out to be so true, but okay. All right, Kelly, you are the team's last best hope. <laughs> all right, I accept all <laughs> random blurting, all of it. <laughs> Rev up your blurting <laughs> engines. So you may roll. I have rolled a six. All right, so starting off with five points, your your sixth question is coming from Junior Trivia 2. Oh. <gasps> What was Florence Nightingale's occupation? She was a nurse. She was a nurse. <laughs> hey, Junior Trivia. <laughs> Thank you, Junior Trivia, because right. the Young Players edition of Trivial Pursuit is really hard. <laughs> Roll again. All right. I got a five. All right. This is coming from the Star Wars edition. <gasps> Category five. Okay. <laughs> Category five is uh, droids, creatures, and aliens. Mm. So tell me. What color is R2-D2's decorative trim? Mm. Blue. It is blue. Ah, what? <laughs> All right. Roll again. Have you seen R2-D2? <laughs> <laughs> Name the other color besides white What's on R2-D2. What's the other color? Yeah. Uh, I got a six. Okay. This is coming from the DVD Pop Culture Edition. So this question <gasps> is about fads. I might actually know. What product featured the ad tagline, quote, I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was uh, the alert. I want to make sure I say it right. 
because I'm trying to remember if because I want to say I'm this is not my answer I want to say it's life alert but then I want to say it's medic alert and I want to make sure that it's that I'm I'm giving you the right answer so let me think on that just for a second um it was every stand-up comedian I think yeah (laughs) uh uh, I'm gonna the first thing that that came to my head was life alert so I'm gonna say life alert you're very close but I'm afraid Either this card is wrong, it's wrong. or pop, pop culture is wrong. Uh, life call. That's uh, what it was, that might what be what it's called, called so. in Canada. I think that question is wrong, but I also yeah. think we have to stick with what the nonsense yeah. is on the cards. Yes. I mean, unless I happen to know for sure, and like I'm, I'm, I'm not a representative for that country, company. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I was and I knew the answer, sure, I would, uh, I would give it you could oh, credit, man. but I'm afraid. I thought, I'm afraid alert, I, can't. I thought alert was the only part I got right. So, okay. I mean, I will say that if you search for the word life alert on Google, one of these answers on here says life alert official website dash I've fallen and I can't get up registered trademark. <laughs> it does say it started with life call, though. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Life call personal and, uh, medical alarm. It's a thing. Wow. <sighs> we can't argue yep. with the cards, but man, mm-hmm. Kelly. Well, life you can. Life call registered the phrase <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up as a trademark. In October 2002, the similar phrase, help, I've fallen and I can't get up, became a registered trademark of Life Alert Emergency Response. That is similar. Ah. <laughs> wow. My goodness. What is and it? also it a, a catchphrase for world. Reeves and Mortimer. Bizarre. <laughs> well, that is All a right. tricky question. That was a very tricky question, and you came super close to getting it, but uh, but instead you ended up tying with Monty with a, like I said, very respectable seven points. Hooray! I think that is awesome. But that means that we get to crown our reigning champion, Stephen Chapansky, with 11 Ooh, points. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He defended his title. I don't, I don't, I was once like you. I don't know how to light a gas stove, okay? I don't, I don't hold any, I take no reward from this. All right. Well, I, I, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's the Canada bias. It's just Trivial Pursuit is a Canadian game and it's, it's in your blood. Uh, all right. I I would very much like to thank each and every one of you random players. Thank you, Gene, Monty, Anthony, Imperial Steve, Metric Steven, and Kelly for playing this ridiculous game with me. You're uh, welcome. More than welcome. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you as always to our unrandom, I hope, listeners. I hope you will join us again on the next incomparable game show podcast. Be seeing you. Bye.